Hello, I am the Gentleman Maker. Welcome to the Gentleman Maker's Shedcast. Gosh, episode 13, Friday, 28th of May 2021. Title, Anyone Got a Time Machine? After last week's toing and froing with technology, it'd be, it'd be lovely to go back and have another go, but never mind. We've been very busy. We spent last weekend working on modifying the cabinet for uh, Fidget the guinea pig, making a framed glass lid that uh, can give him a bit of daylight through the top and also support some of the very many plants that uh, keep coming through the post. <laughs> it's very nice living in the greenery. And we've also been working on my motorbike. That's been off-road since, off the road, I should say. It's never been off-road. Since uh, crumbs a couple of years ago, a late December ride out with my friend Graham. We were going to Hastings. We got part way, came to a T-junction to turn left. He was ahead of me. We stopped, because it was a busy main road we were turning onto, and I got walloped from behind, which cannoned me snookable style, straight into Graham, tire to tire, fortunately, fairly fortunately. That punted him over the dotted white line into the path of an oncoming truck the driver of which saw the scene develop in slow motion, fortunately, as you do. Uh, he stopped in plenty of time and then bore witness to the fact that the lady in the car behind me had just driven straight into me. Graham's bike is bright yellow. Mine is blue. You know, We're not invisible. It was a good day, good daylight. Uh, the car leapt, according to her, some sort of wild animal sensation. <laughs> anyway, I didn't kill her. Uh, we just got on with it, got recovered, and uh, since then we've been tinkering a little here and there because my bike got written off. Uh, I think Graham's might have done as well. The, the, the trouble being, the plastic fairings cost such a lot of money for whatever reason, I don't know why. Uh, there were scratches on them, and uh, a pedal got broken, the clutch pedal got broken on mine. Really, not much damage at all, so. We bought it back off the insurance company for a couple hundred pounds and I've now got it to the point where we can take it for an MOT, which would be nice, and uh, get it re-registered or whatever it needs to be doing after being written off, and I can ride it again. But we wanted to start it, stuck a new battery in, and it, it wouldn't go. You, you get this fantastic noise, which is the, the air being compressed in the cylinder and then being thrown out the exhaust. There's a lot of air, it's a, a 600cc V-twin, so that's two big cylinders. It's fantastic. Uh, but it wouldn't start anyway. So we checked all the pipe work, uh, made sure we had fuel in it. We did, we'd put some in to start with. No leaks anywhere. Then I noticed that the rearmost out of the two carburetors wasn't seated correctly on the rubber connector ring between the carburetor and the cylinder head. Bit of a gap. So if there's a bit of a gap, that means there's no vacuum and the fueling system relies on vacuum. So we, we pushed that carburetor right back into the housing and tightened up the uh, uh, gasket rubbery do for what's it thingy. And by this point we'd flattened the battery trying to start it. So it's been on charge. I, I bought a, a battery charger restorer gadget with some scepticism because it wasn't expensive. But that's done the ticket on the old battery. So the brand new one will charge up no problem at all. It's, it's restored the old battery. We'll see if it holds a charge. I'll try that later. Should be going to the shed shortly after recording this. I'm not in the shed. 
more of that later. So we, we, we know the bike ran anyway because we'd fired some carb cleaner um, straight down the carburetors and it, it did fire up briefly. So we'll be trying again a bit later. It's a fantastic sound, can't wait to hear it again. Uh, Adam and I finished off the shelving unit at my mother's, uh, made up some shelves on site. Then we visited uh, a printer that I used to do a lot of work with when I worked in Dartford. Uh, Molyneux Press, very nice chaps. If you need printing and you're around Dartford, go and say hello. Oh, cold tea. Yeah. Now we helped them out with a project, gave a little advice, because they've helped me a lot over the years. Then we saw our friend Simon. He's got a Vauxhall combi van, and he found some new seats to go in it. From another Vauxhall, but a, a posher car version. Only he had a bit of a nightmare with nuts and bolts, so he wants us to go back and do some welding for him. That's the job for next week. And we got some design work to do on a kitchen table. Had another inquiry for a tabletop. Seems to be the in thing. And then the day before yesterday, we got to cut the grass before giraffes, tigers, and whatever lives in the jungle moved in. The word gets around, doesn't it? It was kneecap height in places just because of the past few weeks of heavy rain and not enough time to mow in between. And then yesterday, I spent the whole day in Made by Kent running the shop, which was jolly nice. Got plenty done, computery-wise, whilst interacting with the customers. I did try to record this shedcast whilst there, uh, with a bit of live customer interaction for good measure. But technology, once again, defeated me. And the lovely little app that I'd put on my iPhone refused to record for more than a couple of minutes, and I hadn't noticed, and I recorded what I thought was the shedcast three times. So here we are, back up in the office, with some new stuff, more of which a little later. Topic time. Time machines. Yes, please. It's so hard to achieve everything in a timely manner. It would be great to pause reality and do a thing, cut the grass, for instance, <laughs> and then come back to doing what it is you wanted to do. Because I don't want to cut the grass, and I keep talking to it, and it just keeps growing without me separating all these tasks into jobs, i.e. jobs that are instantly profitable. Somebody says, make me a thing, and I make a thing. Or jobs that are useful, infrastructure jobs, like cleaning the shed, looking for material, researching. I'm researching a new tool. That's taking up a lot of time, and I'm almost there. I'm, I'm almost confident I can press the go button, and when we do, we'll share that. That's quite a a major thing, but that again, that, that um, creates another job that is a, what did I say, infrastructure task, yeah, that's good that, I should be in marketing, <laughs> no thank you, not anymore, I will be on with that, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, and we'll share the progress, uh, even things like installing the new Epson printer, which is fantastic by the way, knocks the HP one into a dustbin, in fact, that's just what I did with it sort of gave it back to Argos. They recycle things. That took a little while, although it was dead easy connecting it to this Mac, which is old. I just plugged it in, because there's no Wi-Fi on this Mac, and Epson have a printer driver for old Macs. Plug that in. Perfect. No messing about. Took less than five minutes. Thank you very much. <laughs> this, this Epson has rechargeable ink tanks, or at the very least I can get rechargeable ink tanks, proper ones, and Epson encourage that. They don't prevent you from doing it but of course their own inks are 
suitably priced compared to other people. It's, it's dearer to buy ink than it is quality whiskey. And the ink doesn't taste anywhere near as good. And it leaves your lips kind of multicoloured. <laughs> you only do that once. I need to get back down the shed shortly to do some tidying. The, the cabinet that Adam and I pulled apart to reclaim all the oak that was in it. Not a nice cabinet, but the oak, yes please, that's going to be turned into some more beer levers. I've got a few marketing ideas for those. And the new tool is going to help enormously on that front. Stop talking about it, you'll give it away. I know I'll give it away. Be quiet. I know, I know that I need to spend more time in the evenings working on the quieter elements in front of the computer, squaring my eyes up nicely, stopping me sleeping. Well, we, eat, we eat around six o'clock every night. Uh, it gives us a chance to consume properly. So when we go to bed, our tummies aren't going, oh, nice. They're just sleepy and go to sleep. And then we fast until 11 o'clock in the morning when it's breakfast time. Most of the time that works quite nicely, although I have to be a little flexible, depending on where I'm supposed to be doing what, here, there and everywhere. That's kind of where we are. We want a time machine to try and squeeze it all in. And if you've got any tips, for goodness sake, let me know. Although I have just discovered that my Shedcast email address is defunct. <laughs> Inquiries at thegentlemanmaker.co.uk if you'd like to email me something really useful or just tell me to stop twittering on. That's fine. You can turn this off. You don't have to listen to it. This is really, this is my diary, isn't it? The fact that I'm sharing it with you, you know, <laughs> it's just a bonus. You get to remind me of all the things that I've said and have subsequently forgotten about. Let's move. Let's go on to... Scroll my notes a bit. Look, Chromebook here, Mac there. I'm going to say thank you to my old chum Graham, who I popped over to see this morning, and, and the lovely Pam, his wife. Uh, we took Charlie. Charlie is uh, the shed dog who you've met. He's here. Hello, Charlie. He's asleep under my feet. Uh, he enjoyed the trip over. We had a nice cup of coffee and a good chat. And I came away from Graham and Pam's with a new mixer that I'm using now and a new microphone which I'm getting the hang of, because if I speak right in it like that, we get... And we don't want that, so I'm holding it to one side. It doesn't have a clip. I've got to make a fashion, a, a thing to hold it. But anyway, I'm reasonably familiar with mixers. This one is a, a multi-channel thing. Way over the top for these needs, but Graham said, take that, use it. So I have. Uh, so far, so good. We'll see how this comes out. You must let me know. <laughs> it's certainly improved the quality of the audio over the way I was doing it. Straight into the Mac is so much easier than onto the phone uh, via Chromebook where it doesn't like me or emailing. Anyway, this is so much nicer. Now, I don't often record in the shed, of course. This is this is much, much better. It's easier, it's quicker. And uh, there's no dust in here, of course, compared to the shed, which, again, with the new thing coming, we've got to do much more dust control. And I'm going to have to get one of those perhaps a record brand uh, ceiling hung dust filter to filter out the finer particles that's on the list I'm working in SketchUp at the moment on uh, new plans for the shed because I need to extend it a bit need a little bit more uh, floor space uh, there's a, there's such a lot to do there's going to be um, topic conversations about these this topic ongoing for months and if I can really pull my finger out, a bit of YouTube action as well. At the very least, there'll be some uh, uh, Instagram posting once I get my head into that. 
and generally just sharing more of the, the nonsense that is the gentleman maker. How long have we been recording? Anyone know? Where's the timeline? I can't see. 12 minutes? Wow. <laughs> Don't I go on. Let's wrap it up because I must get down the shed and it's 10 past 3 already on Friday afternoon. I've got to cook dinner. Charlie wants to play in the garden. I've promised him that. So there we go. Thank you for listening. There'll be another Shedcast next week on Thursday. No hanging about. We're sorted. Take care. Enjoy your bank holiday weekends in the nice weather that we expect to have here in England. Speak to you soon. Bye.